Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Sign for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. So the breaking news right now yeah. is O'Toole is toast here. He's done. He's yeah, lost se- that vote. 73 to 45. Uh, not close. Not close at all. Yeah. Uh, but again, I thought Andrew Coyne's got a great column in the Global Mail today. The problem for the conservatives is not O'Toole. It's internally. It's the caucus. Their position on certain issues is out of step with, with many Canadians, and they're, that's a party in real trouble. I think we're, we're seeing a swing back to the old re- uh, Reform Party, remember, which took years for the Conservatives to, to uh, recover from that, the Canadian Alliance, uh, the Reform Party, and then finally got it together under Stephen Harper. They, they're taking a giant step backwards. Yeah, because you got to remember that this party is kind of a, a combo party of the old uh, Progressive Conservative Party and, and the Reform Party, and the divisions are likely maybe still there. Now, a, a guy like Stephen Harper was able to hold it together, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, but for whatever reason, we've seen Andrew Scheer, we've seen O'Toole now, just can't can't hold it together here the center cannot hold here no when you've got those divisions and the divisions are pushing the party to the to the margins to the right significantly more to the a conservative not a blue uh, blue conservative this is a, a fairly deep conservative shift when you've got the the MPs the likes of Pierre Poliev and others are are hearing themselves to the trucker protest for example O'Toole's been sort of walking this fine line since before the last election where he marches in the pride parade but tries to placate his caucus members who are furious of backing the bill to ban conversion ther- conversion therapy. Uh, so it's uh, you know he's been fighting that right wing rump of the par- caucus for some time and he lost today. Yeah, he's tried to straddle the fence, which I I can understand why. And mm-hmm. you remember when he ran for the leadership of the Conservative Party, he called himself a true blue conservative yep. and sort of campaigned from the right. Like for example, on on gun control. Assuring gun control, uh, gun owners lobby in Canada. I'm there for you. I've got your back. Then kind of waffled did. on gun control in the election. So kind of ran, waffled on ran from the right. Yeah, just yeah. you know, he just wasn't. He was trying to hold it together, but it obviously didn't work. Now Pierre Poliev, who's been a guest on this show several times, the conservative finance critic. A lot of people be looking at this guy now. Mm-hmm. Could he be the next leader of the conservative party? Let's have a listen to Pierre Poliev here on the issue of the trucker protest that you mentioned. I was out on an overpass as the truckers went by, and what I saw were cheerful, patriotic, optimistic Canadians who want their freedom back and want their livelihoods back, and they're standing up for their fellow Canadians. Okay, so Pierre Poliev in the House of Commons the other day, is he the next leader of the party? Well, I think he's certainly got to be an odds-on favorite. Uh, if if the party now has shifted to a fairly right-wing position, then right-wing candidates are going to emerge victorious here. So I think he's definitely one to uh, to, to keep an eye on. There. I think it will be a crowded field, though. I think yeah. there's going to be a number of people who will go for this leadership. But there's going to be an interim leader who will not run for, for the permanent job. Right. Uh, that's the first step they've, they've got to accomplish. But 
I think it's going to be a pretty lively leadership race. Oh, I think it will, too. So we'll likely see a leadership contest now here unfold uh, later this year for the Conservative Party leadership. And I suspect there will be a lot of people interested in the job, and l- especially l- if they think, like, maybe this time we can take out Trudeau. You know, like, maybe this time we can beat him. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a challenge for them. It's it, it's They're catching a break, though. They're going to enter a leadership race at a time when they can actually probably have a convention. You know, this is the BC Liberals are on the verge of electing a leader on Saturday. Nobody even knows that race is going on, oh. and they're going to do it again, not uh, not in great numbers in person. But the Conservatives, because we're coming out of restrictions, by the time they elect a leader, probably I would guess June or July, uh, I think the stage is set for the first political convention if that's what they want uh, uh, since the pandemic began. Everything has been virtual basically, and right. they're going to catch a break on this. Okay, Aaron O'Toole, he is out as the federal conservative leader. He's been voted out by members of his own caucus. It was not a close vote either there. That just breaking news here in the last few minutes. All right, speaking of the trucker protests, we still continue to see truckers protesting and tying up uh, snarling traffic in uh, Ottawa. And now we've got this other one, which I don't know is almost even uh, more uh, concerning, the blockade at the border in Alberta. That, that's the one that's a little more problematic. I mean, the yeah. one in Ottawa has sort of dwindled down to, I think, 200 people, and they're you know, a headache and an inconvenience, and people in Ottawa are sick and tired of them, like, time to leave the city. The southern Alberta one, though, yeah. has got, uh, now you've got uh, reports of violence associated with this. You've got the RCMP watching, and also... Jason Kenney's waiting into this. Okay, as well. Jason Kenney, the Alberta Premier here, commenting on the blockade by truckers at the Alberta border. Here's what he had to say. This kind of conduct is totally unacceptable. Assaulting law enforcement officers who are simply doing their job to maintain public safety and the rule of law uh, is completely unacceptable. And without hesitation, I condemn uh, those actions. Okay, so this is where I think the truckers start to lose some public support if they start breaking the law, like oh, blockading a border. Sure. Like, come on, and ramming police cars. So it's uh, no, it's um, the public is certainly not of the position to maintain that blockade. Interesting. Back to Pierre Poliev. Yeah. I noticed making the rounds on on Twitter and social media today is an interview Pierre Poliev gave to uh, Vasi Kapilos at uh, Power and Politics, condemning blockades. They have no right in this country to b- tie up supply chains. Well, that's when there were... Blo- it that's wasn't when the, the trucker blockade. Remember the blockade of the rail line from environmental protesters? Sure. That's when Poliev, and he was on, he was with public opinion back then. There was, there was, there's sure. no public appetite for this type of stuff. Poliev was right then, which he's changed position now. But the, well, the Alberta situation uh, well, is Hank, interesting. But Poliev is not saying, I support blockades by truckers right now, is he? Well, he's, he's aligning himself with people who are blockading Ottawa. Well, is he is he aligning himself with breaking the law though? He's aligning himself with the truckers who are breaking the law in Ottawa. They're they're yeah. blockading businesses. The supply chain in Ottawa is broken, and yeah. Poliev has, has aligned himself with that. As of other members of the Conservative Party, that's why O'Toole's removal as leader doesn't answer the problem the Conservatives have, which is they're sticking to positions that are out of step with Canada. Okay, we're following that very closely. Make sure you keep it locked here for the rest of the day, the continuing developments on that, with Aaron O'Toole out as the Conservative leader. Okay, speaking of a Conservative leader facing a backlash internally, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, the report is out on the Partygate scandal now. There are continuing calls for him to step mm-hmm. down, including by members of his own party. Now, have a listen to this. This is this is um, in the House of Commons in the United Kingdom. You will hear MP Ian Backford here. He is the leader of the Scottish National Party. And going after Boris Johnson here, 
and you'll hear the speaker intervene. Have a listen to this. The public know this is a man they can no longer trust. He has been investigated by the police. He misled the House. He must now resign. Order. You'll have to withdraw that last comment. Mr Speaker, I gave the evidence of the 8th of December. Order. Order. You're going to have to withdraw misled. Mr Speaker, the Prime Minister has misled the House. Unless you withdraw, I'll have to stop, and that's not good. Just withdraw the words. I am standing up for my constituents that know that this Prime Minister has lied and misled the House. Oh, he doubled down there at the end. He said he lot Boris yeah. Johnson lied. He got kicked out. Well, the, basic, spe- the speaker kicked him out. Basic parliamentary rules: you can't call someone a liar in the house and yeah. and, and not withdraw that comment. But any excuse you have to put that guy on the air is—he's you know, my favorite he's, guy. He's, yeah, no, it's uh, it's great. But, you know, Boris Johnson. I mean, there's one more MP now is is added to the list of resigning, but they still don't have the numbers yet to force him out. Uh, I think they're looking at what they need fifty four. And they're not there yet. So this is either it's a death by a thousand cuts, or they've hit a grid, uh, uh, hit a wall here in, in trying to oust him. But it's, so it's he, very entertaining in the House of Commons. So he may not end up as uh, like O'Toole did. You think he's going to hang on? Maybe. Well, Push I don't know. I mean, uh, the British press is certainly soaking this up, uh, milking it for all it's worth. But the numbers so far haven't translated into a stampede of uh, demanding resignation. But again, this is an ongoing story. There's an ongoing police investigation, and this. Uh, Report's going to come back. There's going to be another report on this. So this story's not going away. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. All right, welcome back to the show. It's Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry is my guest. Lots of calls. Let's go right to them. Brian in Abbotsford. Hi, Brian. Go ahead. Hey, uh, yeah, as far as the new leader for the Conservatives, uh, my vote would definitely be for Leslie Lewis. Uh, During the last leadership race, she seemed to be someone who uh, was able to articulate what was right and what was wrong. She had common sense and honesty. And uh, I think she would be one that can lead the Conservatives back up to the top. Yeah, no, she's interesting. She's been a guest here on the show in the past, and mm-hmm. she, she is an, an interesting MP for sure and someone someone to watch. Uh, not, yeah, definitely, not sure I, she'd have the support to make it. but No, but I think um, she created some waves last time. So, yeah. yeah, she's got some profile in the party now that uh, is greater than last time. So I'm going to yeah. be surprised if she runs at all. Yeah, no, I, I bet you she does. Let's go to Mike and Langley. Hi, Mike, what do you think? I just don't understand how these people get into leadership and don't lead. Like, mm-hmm. I watched the clip of O'Toole, and he wouldn't answer the question is, will you meet with the truckers? It's like, dude, we're going to find out in about five days whether you are or not. So not answering the question isn't going to help, because we're going to find the answer out. But yeah, at least no. stand for something so we can respect you. No yeah. one respects a man that won't stand for anything, and it's wishy-washy. Thanks for the like, call. I think he, I think he hit the nail on the head with O'Toole. His he tried to have it both ways. He wouldn't take strong positions. Uh, he he ducked and weaved uh, on refusing to answer questions for on a number of issues. As you said, Mike, in the election campaign, he flip flopped on gun control. Um, he's, he's weak on other positions. He was trying to take the party more to the centrist, right? 
Right. But to do that, then do it. And yeah. as soon as he, he would take one step to that position, then he'd take a step back yeah. because he get heat internally. So the caller makes a very good point. He wasn't leading. Well, but, you know, the trucker blockade or the trucker uh, convoy is a good example of that and may have been the final straw that uh, lost him the leadership, actually, yeah. because, you know, remember in the early days of the trucker convoy, as the caller pointed out, he was asked, will you meet with the convoy? Do you support this? You support this convoy? And he didn't want to answer the question. He was ducking, dodging. And it was quite obvious he, he was not answering. And then it was a few days later, he put out a three-minute video, three-minute-long video, yeah. supporting the trucker convoy in, in very, much clearer language. I, I, so I think he was pushed in that direction. Right? I think he was. And I, th I think the first glimmer that he was really in trouble, I think, will go back to when he refused to disclose the vaccination status of his caucus. Yeah. That yeah. was a sign that the caucus was taking a position that was out of step with his leadership. And he, yeah. didn't, he didn't take that issue on. Okay, uh, thank you for the call, Mike. Let's go to Richard in Vancouver. Hi, Richard, go ahead. Wow, all excellent points that you guys have been making, and the callers, too. My fear, I'm a social conservative, and I can't stand Trudeau. I can't stand him spending and borrowing this country to death. But on the other hand, you know, I still am fearful that the Conservative Party, by moving to the right, is just going to keep on losing, because I think there's a big rule urban divide in this country they got to win seats in the cities and all this let's stay stick to the economics you know like running the country in a fiscally responsible way and we need a leader in the conservative party that's going to do that and stands up on you know yeah. like that tool was crazy about here he's trying to kiss up to the get the vote of the ppc party on the mm -hmm. vaccination issue where it's more important to go after you know, the soft liberal votes and bring them into the yeah. Conservative Party to win. Yeah. Very good points. Uh, yeah, I think O'Toole was, uh, and the Conservatives, really disproportionately afraid of Max Bernier and the PPC because they got, what, six or seven percentage points in the last election. And Well, maybe for good reason, because Bernier and the People's Party has got, have gone up in the polls since the trucker convoy started, but too. By, but go, I think the conundrum for the Conservatives, by going after Bernier's group, they lose, as the caller point just made, lose the support of the softer potential uh, soft liberal vote that may go yeah. their way. And I think there's more votes on that side of the ledger than there is with uh, with Bernier. And the other thing, again, we you know I've made this point many times, the election is won and lost in Greater Toronto, Greater yes. Montreal, Greater yep. Vancouver. Yep. And the Conservatives haven't found the, the key to that puzzle to, to woo those suburban voters. Okay, let's go to Troy on the line in Kelowna. Hi, Troy, go ahead. Yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, no, the turning point really for O'Toole was uh, <clears throat> him not being able to answer questions uh, a week and a half ago with the truckers. Um, yeah, right. Embarrassed to say, you know, I sided with O'Toole when he first became leader. I did see that soft side. I thought that was... Uh, you know, tactic to get those uh, soft liberals to come over. Um, a week and a half ago, after I saw him on TV making making no announcement, really, um, I phoned my local MP and told him it's game over. O'Toole mm -hmm. is gone. You have to get rid of him. And if you don't, unfortunately, I'm going to have to finally split the vote and support the PPC. I don't want to sound like an extremist right winger, but people like Maxine Bernier stand up and say how it is. And I think Canadians really want somebody true blue to say it how it is call a spade a spade and um i i uh, i i encourage pierre polyev to cross the floor and start supporting the ppc because oh. i don't believe hmm. the conservatives are going to be able to uh, get through this 
Well, it's an interesting point. Uh, there could be a serious split on the right. As you mentioned, Mike, Bernie's going up in the polls. Yeah. Does, do they sort of cancel I mean, he still each other has no. He still has no path to power or any no. kind of influence. And I, I, mean, still, I think he was like 13% in a recent poll. Extremist party, but they do have a rumpus support. And they, it yeah. may be interesting um, if, if there's a split on the right, as there appears to be. A prominent New Democrat just texted me that the irony he sees is the truckers went to Ottawa demanding Trudeau's head. And they left with O'Toole's head. <laughs> they got O'Toole's head instead. Let's go to Trevor in Victoria. We just got a minute left. Trevor, you got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, like uh, the bigger question for me is, is the Conservative Party even relevant in Canada anymore? Uh, I just don't see it. Uh, uh, the only reason Trudeau didn't do as well is because of himself. The Liberals are going to uh, dethrone him. Somebody like Christopher Freeland is going to come along who I believe is, is, I respect her enormously. And I think, uh, you know, conservatives are just going to be in the rearview mirror in Canadian uh, society okay. for a long, long time. Thanks for the call. 30 seconds. Well, right now they're in the rearview mirror in the places where it counts the most, and that's metropolitan urban Canada, where the, where the ridings are. They're increasingly a rural uh, party, and that just doesn't get it done electorally if you want to form power.